Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hi. Welcome to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. Today, I am talking about Southern Charm and I'm not happy about it. No, I am not. And I will tell you why after I roll these credits. My name is Emily, and I have been watching Bravo TV as a form of self-care for over a decade. Needless to say, I'm a complete mess. Subscribe and follow along for painfully insightful recaps about Bravo, true crime, and other great TV. So Southern Charm last week was a filler episode, but it wasn't the worst filler episode. We still we still got a little something. But here's what last week's theme was. It was a lot of build up to nothing. So like the Craig and Austin talk. It was this we like we we thought something was going to happen. Nothing really happened. They didn't. No one shared any more tea. No one outed anything and they made up and that's it. And then Madison got engaged and it was, she announced it on Amazon live and that was built up. Like Craig came in and was like, Oh my God, Austin's going to be so upset. And then they watched it together and uh, nothing happened. He was like, fuck her. And that was it. And then Catherine and Caleb, even though they ended in a breakup, we don't know them enough. So this isn't hitting hard. Like I have no connection to this relationship at all. So this storyline is tough for me because I don't care if they break up or don't. Like the whole point of like an it's like a typical TV show formula you know if you have a if you have love interests first you have to take a while to get them together then they get together and then if they break up you're sad because you've you've been with them but i'm like i don't know caleb and Catherine doesn't seem to like him and he he seems to like her but i feel like okay well anyway so I watched this episode real bitter because they like they do. They released the first five minutes of next next week's, which they should have included in this week's because every scene is okay. Here we go. So first, the first interesting scene, which we've already got a preview of because we had that last week, they released the preview, the first five minutes. So we've already seen this. Austin calls his parents and we get this really long bit about how they're selling his childhood house and he's going to have to go and all the memories of throwing parties there and blah, 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 like young pictures of Austin. And the end of that conversation, maybe three minutes is 
his parents bringing up Madison getting engaged. And they're like, I'm just glad it wasn't you. And that's it. Okay. Thank you very much. Glad we did that. And now we have next scene. Another bit about Whitney being a bad butler for Patricia. I mean, this goes on and on. The bar that they have is all dirty and needs to be renovated. And um, uh, he can't figure out how to how to carry the bottle of of champagne and the glasses. And she's like, let me help you. He's like, oh, I got it. And and this goes on for a while. And then Madison and Vanita come over and they are Madison first. And they're making fun of Whitney having a T-shirt on. And as soon as Vanita gets there, he's like, "Okay, bye. Uh, how how many times are, are we really supposed to believe that she doesn't have another butler? Like it's Whitney. We're really supposed to believe that she is relying solely on Whitney. I can't, I can't imagine. And okay. Now let's get into this scene, which is Madison. This is supposed to be Madison's like I won season basically right because she's now engaged i'm sorry i know i've said it before i'll say it again this is crazy to me to get engaged this soon i like this is this is nuts she's like i knew what when i met him okay then try dating for like a year at least six months that's nothing and I get he seems like a great guy, but I've also, I mean, look, I get a lot more, I get more um, locals from Charleston sending me DMs than any other franchise on any other TV show. So I don't know if it's just a bunch of gossips, uh, but I hear people say that they've seen Aus, uh, Madison, <laughs> Madison and her fiance fighting all the time. I mean, it tracks, it's a whirlwind romance and it's so instagram heavy it's so instagram heavy lots of posing lots of look how happy we are and this just seems very manic and i maybe because it's maybe maybe i'm not the target audience for this because i'm like who gets married so quickly like i say five years minimum before you decide you should marry someone uh and so she's telling this story and t- also her teeth by the in her confessional by this point she's got her teeth done they are distracting she's she's addressed it on her social media because they are distracting whatever i think she had temporaries in but even now her permanence like they're too bit the teeth the people getting the teeth done it's it's a reality tv thing i'm sure you see yourself on camera and it's like they i mean i see myself on camera and i want to get and like i get it but oh my god it's so distracting but okay enough of that they talk about this joint birthday now madison and vanita are like best friends even in real time they've been doing press together and stuff so they're they are friends like in real life but the way madison treats vanita with this whole birthday is strange for a best friend from start to finish she even says at my party i mean our party like so she's setting it up and i even if this was like 
production getting involved and being like, we really want to like, you know, play up this whole thing that it's like you're kind of stepping on Vanita's party, then it's shitty that she'd be willing to do that. Because I don't think production, this isn't like, that's kind of why I like, that's not kind of, that's why I like Bravo is they don't do that much manipulating where they literally change a full narrative, like direct you completely. Uh, They can set up a a scene because they want to capture dialogue. Like if something happens, they'll be like, okay, shit, we need to get that on camera. So we're going to go do, have a lunch with you guys. So you can have that conversation again, but it already happened. So yes, it's kind of happening unorganically, but then once they start talking, it's organic. Does that make sense? I feel like I didn't explain that great, but so if Madison is just doing this because producers were like, hey, we really need you to kind of stir up some drama with this. She's just being messy to be messy, but even her own friend. I don't love that. And let's let's keep in mind, Vanita is, again, the only black cast member. I'm not including Caleb because he's barely on the show and he's only with Catherine, but I guess I should include him because he's trying to be on the show, but she was there last season when Catherine was not forced to be held accountable on camera for what she said. And I'm, and we, I will get way more into this, but I feel really bad for Vanita because in any other work environment, because this is her job now, She's getting paid to film. Uh, if you had to be around someone that that you knew made racist remarks and racially, ra- let's put racially insensitive remarks, and they never acknowledged it, and in fact turned themselves into a victim over the whole thing, that would be pretty difficult. You know, that would not be easy. So. Okay, moving on to Shep and Taylor's date, which, like, it was interesting one time, two times, but this is going to get real old, okay? Shep being a dick, Taylor telling him about her needs, him proving he's not going to meet them, he's not the guy. She stuffs her feelings somewhere. Repeat. How many times are we going to do this? She's like, uh, he says, I don't know. He says something like, uh, wow, you know, that was a, what a, what a tough situation we were just in. And she's like, uh, how was it tough for you, Shep? And he's like, you're being very flippant about my feelings. And she's like, you didn't feel anything. And by the way, You didn't even ask me one time how I felt. And that is crazy. She's the one who's going to be pregnant. Not one time. He's like, well, not one time. Think about that. Not one time. You know, so that right there, it's like, you don't really need any other. You don't really need any other. Um hints or flags or warning signs or whatever whatever the word is because uh, <laughs> that's bad 
And he says at one point, well, uh, because she's like, I don't know if you if I were to be pregnant, if you would step up to the plate. And he's like, what am what do you think I'm doing here? What, what am I doing? And she's like, I don't know, actually. And he goes, wow, I guess I'm not a safe bet. And then she says, you're kind of not. He goes, really? That's so rude. <laughs> this. Oh, my God. This conversation is reminding me. And if 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 any conversation between a girlfriend and a boyfriend or husband and a wife reminds me of a relationship I had with this guy named Brian. Ooh, you need. Ooh, OK. Brian was a bartender and he was like the man's. He was the Jack's. Imagine Jack's, except not half as hot. And I know you're like, ew, Jax isn't hot. B- remember Jax in the beginning before we knew. Jax had a Jax. Jax was good looking. Okay. <laughs> um, but he fucked everyone. And like I and he was a total drunk, but like so was I. And so he he had a good friend named Aaron. I was good friends with Aaron. She was from Boston. She was a lesbian. So like she didn't have any attraction to Brian. And like I was just friends with Aaron and Brian and I were just like, hey, we're bros. And so the three of us would go out and just terrorize the town, blacking out all over the place. And eventually Brian and I hooked up because we were like wasted blackout one night. And it was terrible. It was like two seconds. And I think I even complained openly. I would just gave him shit all the time. He called me gunner because I was just gunning him down all the time. And I called him bulldozer because he would just bulldoze everything. So this relationship was based on us being assholes to each other. But eventually you spend all this time together because like this very dysfunctional relationship formed. And um, I eventually was like, listen, I want more from this. So I'm going to stop hanging out. This is over like a year. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so sad to say. And uh, wow. Not bragging, obviously. And after I said that to him and would like pull away and not come over all the time and spend the night and be there like five nights a week, he would try to pull me back in. And when I would say things like, but I want more and you don't want that. And he'd be like, well, I mean, that's so rude. Of course I do. And he would be offended that I would like say the things he was saying to me. He'd be offended. But I mean, that's not fair. I'm like, those are yours are your words. And that's exactly what Shep is doing right now. Shep is 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 saying like, well, I mean, I don't know what I want. I'm not sure what I want. I mean, God, it was so scary because for three whole days, I thought maybe my whole life was going to change. And she's like, hi, but you didn't even ask me how I felt. He's like, well, I don't, I mean, and then she's like, yeah, you're kind of not a safe bet. Wow. That's so rude. You know, this is going to just get really old if it's a whole season of this, because it's, it does look abusive after a while because she's such a little mouse. She's so like quiet and Shep is, and he's like, but I want you, which is what Brian used to say. And it got me because I had no self-esteem. And I mean, I'm still, and if you're, if you've been following me from the beginning, thank you so much because you know, you know, 
that this podcast was started just to honestly, my therapist was like, you need to do it just for your own confidence. And so Taylor needs to find confidence. Um, because until she does, this is just going to keep going. But as a, as a fan watching a show, this is ugly. And it's like, we're going to watch this continue. And then remember, he went to watch what happens live, like in real time recently. And it seemed his answer made it seem like nothing's changed. Andy asked, have you guys had any conversations about the future? And that answer was all the same thing he's saying now. Yes, we've discussed that I basically don't have a clue what I want. And she's sort of kind of on board with that. So, so I'm not loving that this is another, like this sort of seemed like it would be interesting, but it's not evolving at all. So, you know, fine. This was an interesting-ish scene, but not really because nothing's happening. Same, same cycle. Oh God, then this next scene. Oh my God. Okay, so I don't normally like to do like hate watching or hate recapping, which is why I only did one episode of um, Ultimate Girls Trip 2. But I am going to shamelessly drag this scene because so Olivia meets Catherine for lunch. Catherine's tits are out. Catherine's outfit is unhinged. I'm sorry. She's like she's gained a little weight. For the when she purchased this outfit to now, the time that she's wearing it, it's like it's okay, girl. It doesn't fit you anymore. So she's shoving her titties in there. I mean, look, they look fantastic. I wanted to motorboat those things, but it's like okay, she's making a point. I get it, fine. And they're just sitting there and talking a little bit about um how she kind of had her back at the at the uh party with Naomi. And then Austin sends a text to Olivia and it's like, and she reads it. She's like, you and Catherine take down the mean girls. And there's just lots of giggling and talking about like, you know, do I like him? I think I do like him. And this is so boring. And then Catherine talks about Caleb and nothing innovative was discussed at all, at all. And that was it. That was. That was it. Could have been cut. Cut that scene. Cut it. I didn't. We learned nothing. Got nothing out of it. And here. okay, fine. Next scene is Caleb and Chelsea, his cousin. And maybe this was necessary because like I do, I would like to get to know Caleb. I have no idea what the hell is happening with him. And so Chelsea is is how he, he met Catherine. Chelsea and Chelsea's girlfriend. Chelsea is a man. I know that's a little confusing, but Chelsea is a man. And Chelsea's girlfriend and, and Catherine, they all hung out, I guess. And that's how Caleb met. So that's the connection. And Caleb's been staying like at Chelsea's house, like on his couch. And and Caleb's like, he's like, man, you know, it's just been so rough. And we've been together a long time. They've been dating for a year. And Chelsea's like, that's a long time, man. And it just really tells me how like emotionally immature and relationship immature. That is 
a phrase, but you know what I mean? Like, okay, so that's where we are here. And Catherine is not in that place. Catherine has a whole two babies with a man who she's still in a custody battle with. So she's, she needs like an advanced level relationship blur, if that makes sense. I'm just making up words over here. Maybe I am a little high for my allergy medicine because I'm like, my head's kind of floaty. It's kind of fun. Um, and uh, as I predicted, Caleb is just not built for deep emotional conversations. He's literally like his, his, he, his face is just on He's like, my face just doesn't make emotional faces. Like I can't, he's, she's like, she wants me to have a sad face and I just don't have a sad face. And he's like, I feel things, but I, I, it's just not me. And again, Catherine needs like a complex type of person. She's, you know, toxic and I'm toxic. So I can, I'm speaking from experience. Like I only attracted people that had this type of like layers of shit basically. And it seems like Caleb is just not like that. I think he's just a little bit more simple in terms of like, I don't need to be fighting and picking. And it seems like um, maybe he's just not really skilled on how to make women happy because unfortunately there is a lot of sacrificing your own needs when it comes to like, he keeps saying things like she's not, she's not caring about what I feel. Um, and I, I kind of hear that. And I, I, I would like to know more of that. I want to just like sit down and ask him more questions because they're not asking him the right questions because a lot of the time my, my ex would say that. And, I, and half the time I'm thinking like, that's just dating a woman. Sometimes like we're always right. You know, happy wife, happy life kind of a thing. And he just feels very immature and he's not used to like compromising. And, um, but that's, that's an easy fix. You know, those are like easy kind of relationship woes. But what I'm gathering from this more is that he thought he was dating some fun, free loving chick. And she's like, no, you're about to be a stepdad. And I, I am sure the whole thing with Thomas is not as simple as, as like, you know, her dealing with a few phone calls here and there. I'm sure there's some depth to it. And he's like, I don't even have it in me to know how to help you out. So I think she's, I just don't think he should. I mean, I'm glad they broke up to be honest. It's not fair for him. So, okay. See what I just did. I made a whole lot out of a very small scene, it was still not that interesting of a scene. I don't really know, Caleb. So you're welcome, Southern Charm, for making making that more interesting than it actually really was. Okay, so I'm still pissed. We're still in filler. Okay, I won't give that full filler. That was a little, it was a little filler. Okay. Now moving on to messy, messy, messy Madison. She calls Catherine to invite her to the party. And. Excuse me. Of course, Catherine's like, isn't that going to be kind of a problem for. Excuse me. For uh, Vanita and Madison's like, I mean. No. And then in, in the confessional, the producers like force Madison to say, you know, why are you inviting Catherine? 
but you know, productions like, because you have to. So she's, she's like uncomfortable. She's like, I'm inviting Catherine and Olivia because, um, you know, Vanita was allowed to have her guests. And so I'm allowed to have my guests. And I'm like, that was so stupid to have her answer like that. Like you're, you're telling her to invite, but Madison's being really messy. And like, she's, I'm, I know everyone likes Madison because she's like, you know, I don't know, dynamic and messy and whatever, but I think she's a bitch. I said it there. I said, I'm going to live in my truth. I don't love Madison. Okay. She's also fucking mean. She's been mean online so many times. And I'm pretty sure she like Kelly Dodd had to do one of her many apologies. I think she insulted the trans community and um, Madison commented on that post and was like, people are so sensitive. So (laughs) FYI. Anywho. I know what I'm about to say is a little bit shocking, but Austin and Craig golfing was actually a really entertaining scene. When when they're when when you can just like watch them interacting and forget about the horribleness and take it as just like a comedy scene, it's like it, to be honest, it was very funny. I hate. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this was like the most interesting part of the episode. Because, of course, they cut the most the the could be most interesting part of the episode by going into a cliffhanger when they absolutely should have included it because they did. We did not deserve another filler episode because, you know, what that tells me that tells me they don't have enough content. And, you know, what is also going to happen because it happens to every show, every single season. They take a week off. So there's going to be there's going to be a week coming up at some point where you're going to be waiting to watch Southern Charm. And it's not going to be on because they always take one week off. So you're going to give me two filler episodes in a row and you're going to take a take a week off. I don't think so. Okay. So. Austin starts off. So he's like, got his golf clubs. He's like, yeah, so we're trying to go down into whatever market, you know, it's going to uh, produce increase production 10 times. And Craig yawns. He's like, that's exciting. Craig has no desire, even though Craig likes to do this shit to people. Craig has like no desire to even pretend like Austin is a businessman. But Austin invites Craig to do like the whole go to his parents' house and move him, move his stuff out and whatnot. And like, that's fun. Okay, we'll do that. And I, that's, this is a good filming thing to do. That's a good one. It's good content. Fine. But then they do the, Austin's like, I like Olivia. I'm going to text her. This text scene was, was fun. It was fun. And I did actually appreciate all the different drafts they went through and where they landed. Hey, comma. So I think you should clear your schedule and we should day drink tomorrow. There were a few that were a little rude. It was like, hey, clear your schedule and drink with me tomorrow. I was like, some of them were aggressive. This was because I've done this with my friend. This goes back to like so many years. This was before smartphones existed. And I spent a lot of time crafting the perfect text only to get like a one word response. 
Uh, but Austin, he's like, he sends and he's like, that'll be good. Hang with her and then get out of town for a second. And Craig goes, yeah, tell her how you feel and then run. Which is so appropriate. Tell her how you feel and then be kind of unavailable via phone because you have bad cell reception so that she can be left freaked out, you know, a little on her, a little on her toes. That is so accurate. But yeah, I like as a, it, I get it. It's like I, we don't like Craig and Austin, but in that scene on the golf course, fine. Okay, now to this party. Do you see how much now we're already at the party? Okay, but the amount of filler they have in this damn party. So Madison arrives and she's like, oh, how great. Oh, whatever. Then Vanita arrives and she sees the Catherine place card. Madison is like, yeah, I was thinking good vibes. And then they flash back to when Madison could have absolutely told Vanita four days prior. They were they were literally going through the entire guest list, like every single person. Uh-uh. And but the and then Vanita's trying her best, but she can't help it. She's like, I am still tripping on the fact that you invited Catherine. Now, hold on. Okay. Because it's one thing to invite Olivia because Vanita had like a little tiny thing with Olivia and that can be squashed. But the Catherine of it all for Vanita is deep. And how are they acting like it's not? How are they acting like they're just going to throw this person in there that she knows sent these very racially insensitive messages that she's never fucking addressed to Vanita? I mean, so this isn't like, you know, when when Catherine invited Naomi and Vanita, it's like. Catherine, you owe it to go up. I mean, come on. As the white people, we do owe it to the black people if we say something racially insensitive and we're going to be working with them. Walk over and say, I'd love to talk to you. And then hear them out. So. Vanita's like, well, we can change that. They're invited, you know like an hour before they're supposed to show up. And Vanita says something very interesting in her confessional. She says, Madison can push buttons and she knows how to do it very well, but it's never crossed my mind that Madison would start to push mine. Mm, I, I agree. Cause you kind of feel like you, you have a, you have it safe when it's your friend. I'm just, okay. So the guests start arriving. This poor Marcy girl, Shep's cousin. She's, she's having a hard time. She immediately comments. She's like, I'd love to have a glass of champagne, but I can't because I'm pregnant. <laughs> girl. Oh, uh, and now of course, everyone's like, how did he propose Madison? And here Vanita is all dressed up, looking stunning. And the only, well, not one of the very few black people in the room 
I think one of two. It's her fucking birthday party and she feels left out. This broke my heart. And Madison doesn't give a shit. And look, they're cool now. So I'm clearly being overly sensitive to it because Vanita's since moved on. But Catherine and Olivia on their way to the party and they're, you know, talking about how they're going to handle it. And Olivia's like, just, you know, keep your cool. And Catherine's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not dramatic. See, this is where Catherine kills me because she doesn't have enough self-awareness. She's she has still managed to be she's still the baby in her mind. You know, she's still like the little innocent, like I'm a, am just, you know, I don't do anything wrong. Everyone else does. Does it to does it to me? And um, that's just not true. There's everyone has a part. Everyone plays a part. And while some may contribute more than others, and there's a there's a fault. Often times you still contribute. <clears throat> Excuse me one second. Ugh. Being attacked. Um, OK, so. They come in and now we've got like this standoff and. Naomi's like, fuck it, I'll be the bigger person. But I wanted to slap this bitch. She's like, I'm going to go say hi to Catherine. And then in her stupid confessional, she's like, she's got her Diet Coke. And she's like, oh, I'm sick of being, I'm sick of being the bigger person. Bitch, you're not, okay? You, you're mad at her for what? What she did to Cam? To Cam. Not even to you. Okay, so literally but then Naomi pulls Olivia aside and I don't know I want to be on Olivia's side but she's she's just kind of bratty too and she's like you know it's just because when they flash back to her getting involved she was confrontational and I get she says it was out of decency because Catherine wasn't there and you were talking to everyone about it uh, and I do respect her for that, but she was still a bit confrontational um, and it was going to spark a fight in a way. What am I trying to say? Um, she's not as innocent as she's trying to portray. And I'll get into something a little bit later um, because it's a preview from next for next week. And I'll, I'm going to touch on it lightly because I'm going to have to talk about it next week when they actually show it, when they should have shown it this week. But anyway, um, moving on, they, they're like, we're cool, right? We're cool. And Olivia's like, yeah, we're cool, but I don't trust her. Well, as you shouldn't, that's fine. Um, I can tell Naomi's like, I really am not going to need to fuck with you. Like you're clearly going to be, I don't, we're, we're good. So there's a moment where Catherine is hanging with Vanita Leva and there I, I missed her name. I kept missing her car, her name card when it came up. Um, but there's another girl who is black. So Catherine's hanging with these people, these women, excuse me. And um, Catherine tells Vanita about Vanita and Naomi about Caleb and how they broke up. And Vanita really makes light of it. She kind of like doesn't want to she kind of like changes the subject and she's like, and it, I don't know, it seemed a little dismissive. Um, 
I couldn't tell what the angle of it was, but then Leva changes it. And she, she says, um, tells a story about how whenever her son plays tennis, because a butterfly flies by and she's like, oh yeah, whenever my son plays tennis, he's like, oh, butterfly. And Catherine's like, oh my God, kids are so pure and we have to teach them good things. And unfortunately, our system works against changing that. And Benita is like, she's really thrown off. And I know I know, I know, I know. I haven't seen it because I've really gone looking for it, but I know that a lot of people are going to criticize Benita for how she handled this. And they're going to be like, oh, Benita, she wasn't saying that, like wrong time, wrong place. I can only imagine how uncomfortable Benita is because she's like, so we're just going to let this woman not address what happened and we're going to pretend. And now she's going to say shit like this. And Vanita is so uncomfortable. I mean, she was, this was pushed on her last minute. Madison sprung this on her. She didn't have any time to prepare herself emotionally and mentally. And so I, I, I don't love it in terms of, you know, on paper, but I actually just feel really bad for Vanita. I do because I here's what I, in my perfect world, what happened is Vanita does that. She, she goes, hold on, wait. So in that moment of anger you had with she who shall not be named and you sending the monkey emoji, you're saying the system and we can't teach our kids that you don't teach your kids that. Right. And Catherine gets obviously defensive and pissed because she doesn't want to talk about this on camera or ever clearly. And she goes, don't teach him what? And she's like, no, I don't. I wish Catherine had said, you know what? Actually, let's let's talk. I'd like to talk to you about this because clearly it's still on your heart. Because as a black woman, I can only imagine how you feel. It's like proving you learned nothing, Catherine. So she just gets all pissy. And it like clocks it. And so Vanita's, she doesn't know how to, because she's like, now I don't know how to fucking say, like, I want to have a conversation about this, but I don't want to also be the angry black woman who makes everything about race. And Leva's kind of leaving her out to dry because Leva wants to move on because Leva got destroyed last season for being the only one talking about it. And she's probably like, I need a break too. And it's disgusting. Honestly, this is... I I was really grossed out by this whole setup for Vanita. Like they just really threw her in there with this person who sh- who's, I don't know what it's like to be black and around someone who, you know, has said racially insensitive things to a black woman. I don't know what that feels like. That must feel fucking awful. And then on top of it, you're one of the only two black people in a room full of very white people. Like, and your best friend has sprung this person on you. So you didn't even have time to prepare and you're trying your best. And now you're being ignored because everyone's asking Madison how she got proposed to. Like, I wanted to give Vanita a big old hug. I felt really, really bad for her. Um, all right. So 
Patricia arrives again with Whitney as her butler. And now they sit down for the lunch. And I, before they sit down, the Patricia has to like tell Madison how to hold her beverage that her ring faces out. And I'm not the mark. This is just not my thing. I just think it's gross to be proud of having so many marriages. It's like, then what the fuck is the point of marriage? Okay. Sorry. I know it's very unpopular, but I think by now, if you've been following me long enough, you know that I don't really have a lot of popular opinions. Okay. Um, and Patricia must be bombed because she gives this toast that makes literally no sense for a TV show. She goes, from this time forward, we have no drama and it's a clean slate. And Leva goes, okay, Patricia, that doesn't make sense. So actually, there may be people who do have issues. So in the spirit of realness, let's fix it because we're filming. <laughs> she... I when they showed the preview for it, I was like, Leva, don't be messy. But I realized that she was kind of like, why did Patricia say that? Patricia, shh, shh. You're she's drunk. Bubbles do that, dude. I used to I kept Lamarca Prosecco in business. Okay. When I quit drinking, they had a drop in sales in the valley area of Los Angeles. <laughs> Like they were like, damn it, did Emily quit? Damn it, we lost another one. So I know how bubbles fuck you up. Okay. And so drunky Patricia over there, big old pro- from this point forward, no, no more drama. Girl, you forgot how this works. And then um unfortunately. Unfortunately, Vanita does do something that's going to trigger Catherine because Catherine's such a damn hothead and still doesn't see that she needs to. Because, again, this is sort of proof that Caleb has not been teaching her shit. Remember how he was like, I've been trying to teach her. Clearly not because she's not acting like it. And Vanita goes, all right, fine, let's do it. Let's do one and done. You first, you second and she points to Olivia and then to Catherine and it just makes Catherine go, what the fuck does that mean? Basically. And the, Patricia, again, her contract, no F words, Patricia, <laughs> like it just go, have you need to call Whitney. He needs to come pick you up. It's also very hot. So like bubbles, heat, they're fucked up she needs to go home i think she's yeah uh and so they cliffhang it they cliffhang it we get none of the scene ridiculous ridiculous so i'm going to touch a little bit on the preview for next week and why i'm not fucking with olivia okay so vanita is hot like she's like coming in really hot And as a white woman, I'm not about to tell a black woman how she should have handled anything in this scenario um, because I have no idea how she feels. Oh, my God. I like that. If you're watching this and you don't see like, has anybody not seeing this? (laughs) God, Madison, your friend, Vanita. Hello. 
she's just like, mm, I don't know what's happening. Cheers, everyone. Cupcakes and bubbles. Isn't it cute? I'm like, bitch, you need to open your eyes. Okay. This is not cool. So eventually she does pull Vanita. She does pull aside and she's kind of bitchy to <laughs> Olivia. However, when she pulls, pulls Olivia all the way aside. So it's just the two of them. And Olivia ends up telling her, like, you said something really intense and I just had to walk away. You said racist. And they cut, they flash back to Vanita saying, you know, Catherine said some really racist things. And, and Vanita's like, well, that's what happened. And so I need to know that you're not aligned with a racist. And Olivia's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And she refuses to go into it. I'm not going to say anymore because, again, I'm going to have to recap it next week when they finally give us the scene. But Vanita just ends up feeling terrible and doesn't get any resolution and has to, like, figure out a way to make Olivia feel better about it. And I'm livid by the end of the clip that they have. I'll, I'll probably post it. You can also find it on bravotv.com because it's everywhere. But yeah, it. I'm not, I'm very upset with Southern Charm. Okay. Not like they care about what I feel, but there you go. This was too much filler. So get to the goddamn point already. Get me there. And if I'm going to have to keep, I don't care about Catherine and Caleb, especially since we know they are not together anymore. So if it's going to be a breakup, get back together, breakup, get back together, boring. And Taylor and Shep have not evolved into anything new because Shep admitted he's like, oh, yeah, we've had a conversation about our future and it is the exact same one you've seen already and we've gotten nowhere. And uh, yeah, same exact place. Learned nothing. Cool. Great. Um any kind of tension with Craig and Paige that they're going to try to build up. It's like, well, we know that they're fine. Um, I do know a little tea, but I'm not going to say it about a couple that forms that you will never see coming. Am I excited about it? I don't know. Uh, it's just weird. And the reason I'm not going to say is because it's, it's not fun to know everything that's coming. It truly isn't. It, it it does kind of take the joy away of watching the whole season fresh, you know? And let's see, what else do we have? <laughs> if I do any more of this Whitney being a bad butler bit, like cut to the chase. Okay, move it along. And uh, what else we got? Oh, Austin and Olivia. Okay, are they still together? They're still together, right? I try not to keep up on too much Austin Kroll. I mean, he may even have me blocked. He never comes up. No, I'm not blocked. I can still see his stuff. I can't remember. Anywho. So yeah, that's my Southern Char That's my bitter Southern charm recap. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please give me a like on this video. If you are new here, please comment below so I can start to get to know you guys. And thanks for watching. Subscribe if you're not already. And if you're listening on the pod, rate me five stars, please. And leave a review. Say hi. And also, I've got uh, my Facebook group now. It is going to be linked in the description. So check that out if you're interested in connecting with each other. Because I swear you guys are all pretty well for the most part you're all pretty funny and often have a, a lot of the same opinions so i feel like you would connect and kind of 
grow on each other's thoughts and feelings. So um, what did I call? I think I called it Let's Speak Bravo. So there we go. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day or night or weekend or week, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.